He's one of the most respected voices in the game. It's time to talk hockey with Pierre Hood on Shom 97.7. Good morning, Pierre. <laughs> Good morning, Terry. I was wondering what kind of weird promotion was that? Yeah. I said it has to come with airfare, probably. Yeah, right. Hundred bucks to spend at Safeway in Winnipeg. <laughs> well, maybe, maybe that's uh, what maybe that's what should be on the agenda of the Habs today. Yeah, no kidding. Do, do a little shopping of uh, of good things at the Safeway in yeah. Winnipeg today, because uh, there are lots of things to forget about last night. Yeah, no kidding. I, I was curious, Pierre. Before we get to the actual game, uh, Jess and I were watching you last night. We were saying. Must be strange for you this year, eh? You go from calling the game live, and then, and then you're not calling the game live. I assume you weren't in Winnipeg last night. Yeah, well, it's a blend of things. So, uh, yeah, it's the Bell Center all yeah. the time. It's Ottawa. Probably will be in Toronto as well mm-hmm. because we can actually drive over there. Right. And uh, but uh, the rest we we decided, and uh, and as I said uh, more than once so far, Terry, we we totally support and understand and, yes. and cope with the, the decision uh, to minimize uh, the risks uh, for us and for others. So, uh, and, and since day one at RDS, if the station and if the network uh, was to not only to survive, but grow the way it has grown in its own reality, in its own market reality, um, a lot of things had to be called from the studio. And right. uh, so we got the experience. And I guess that with the HD feeds now and with, uh, with the great job that TSN Winnipeg has done, uh, for us uh, last night, I think it was, uh, uh, I wouldn't say it's the same thing, but it's close for us to, to do the same thing. And I, I hope we can provide the, uh, um, the, the, the high quality job that uh, we want to provide all the time. So well, you, you did, but it's, that... but, it's not, but it's not the same thing. No, right. that was my point. You, 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 uh, you, you do such a great job that we couldn't tell the difference. It, had I not, had nobody known, we would have thought you were there uh at the uh, uh at the arena in winnipeg yeah, um, sometimes sometimes you know what 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 i miss is the overall view you know yeah, the, yeah. like my my vision is like the play-by-play camera vision you know you follow mm-hmm. the puck and you try to have a, a wide vision as possible uh sometimes i do catch a thing here and there that i don't have the privilege to catch on television but uh, those are rare moments in a 60-minute game right um, okay, so uh, I went to bed and I thought, wow, this this is going well. Uh, Yoel Armia uh, scored two goals, uh, some nice passes from KK and Jonathan Drouin, and and uh, mm-hmm. there was uh, there was a power play goal, and Alex Burrows looked very happy. And I thought, oh, okay. And then I woke up this morning and went, what? What happened? Oh, oh so it's all your fault, eh? yeah, apparently. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what uh, yeah. what happened? Well, I wish I could tell you uh, with all scientific answers <laughs> and specific answers and sports-related answers. And um, I'm afraid I'm not going to bring the answer clearly this morning because the coach himself and the players themselves after the game were out of words, except for one common thread, Terry. And I will use the word in French. It's probably ap- applicable in English as well. On a craqué. Yep. That's what uh, yeah. came from uh, Dominique Ducharme's mouth. This is what came from uh, from Jonathan Drouin's mouth after the game. We cracked. We yeah. we just we just uh, we just vanished. We just disappeared. And uh, if if I would have an explanation, I'd be the first one to try to reach the coach and say, "Hey, here, yeah. here's what I saw from my booth in, right. in RDS." 
uh, but I'm afraid it's not as simple as that. Um, if every every number, every stats uh, point out to that direction, and and it's not the number of shots in the first period; it's the way the team played the first period. The, the Habs looked like the Habs of the early part of the season. Yeah, they they were they were skating so fast, they were going north south. The transition game was uh, was there. The group played as a unit of five. All those things that uh, Dominic Duchamp told Mark and I in our private briefing uh, before the game. And uh, you know, he said, "I don't want any, I don't want any frills and thrills tonight." He says, "I want, I want some basic things uh, that I would, I would like to build on." He says, "Nothing will come totally tonight," but he was talking about these these aspects I just told you. So the transition game, but also how to play a tighter unit of five, whether you have the puck or whether you are fighting to get the puck from the opponent. And I thought that it was pretty well done in the first period. And it gave confidence and it gave room uh, to some players that desperately needed some. Yoel Armia is one of them. Jesperi uh, Kolkaniemi, Jonathan Drouin. And then, all of a sudden, uh, the, the usual things, Terry. Yeah. Bad penalties, bad decisions, bad execution. And it was just a, py- a spiral from then on. In the print media this morning, uh, nobody is holding back, Pierre, on Carey Price, uh, who did not have a good night last night, who's really struggled uh, in these uh, last few weeks. And, of course, uh, because of his contract and, and the, uh, the, kind of, uh, the kind of pressure that that brings, a lot of people are pointing fingers. This is going to become a very hot potato for the new coach, uh, because Jake Allen has has played extremely well, Corey uh, Carey Price is not playing well, um, and I and I understand. I, I think it was the right call to give Carey Price the start last night, um, and you know as as the coach the coach said he was trying to give everybody a you know a reset and a new start, but it didn't go well. And uh, the two teams are getting together again on Saturday. Mm-hmm. Um, this is going to be a tough decision for the coach on who to put back in net. It is a tough decision because uh, you're them if you do them if yeah. you don't, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, how how can you rebuild confidence if you don't play your your star uh, player? That would be one philosophy, right? The other philosophy would be, well, why don't you give him a little rest? Give, give, take him out of the the duty, take him out of the the load of responsibilities, and give him time to to watch the game from the bench. Give him time. To work out things with Stefan Waite, uh, give him time for uh, you know for extra practice uh, in the morning and morning of games. Um, I I don't know. Carey Price, like many top goalies in the history of the league, they're a rare breed, Terry. They're tough to to understand in terms of mental confidence and mental approach to the game, and it's tough for a coach. And regardless of his experience or I should say lack of experience. I wouldn't like to be in Dominique Duchamp's shoes. For, no, me for neither. The, the only thing, though, that may be that may add to the the reflection is the fact that even in the losing cause in Ottawa, the last game, he made some stunning saves. Last night, I think he looked completely confused on the ice. Yeah, looking backward all the time, uh, making movements with the wrong anticipation. So, so conclusion making the, the wrong uh, movement uh, looking for the puck uh, I understand the Jets forwards are big forwards and they're moving around like crazy but 
I think that uh, having said that, uh, last night was probably more of a wake-up call. And I don't know if you saw his short, short, short answers <laughs> in press conference after the game. No. Some people said, well, this is, this is not uh, up to par. Uh, this is the wrong attitude from a professional athlete. I personally think that he knows more than, <laughs> even better than us, the hole he's in right now. And I think he didn't want to elaborate in his um, in his uh, lack of confidence and lack of uh, well lack of success of course but lack of confidence first and foremost yeah these these high level af- athletes are complicated figures as you point out Pierre and I, I'm also starting to wonder it's it's kind of uncharacteristic of Shea Weber um, these these last few games I'm wondering if the is is the Montreal pressure finally getting to Weber the guy who you know, is seemingly unflappable, seems suddenly flappable, if you know yeah. what I mean. Well, he, got, he sure got a bad penalty last night at yeah. the wrong moment because this opened the door so wide uh, because the team was doing well. Uh, I mean, there's a certain level of, uh, of being unlucky, right, if you throw the puck uh, into the, uh, the grandstands. Uh, but, uh, hey, Terry, this is the seventh time this year. Seven. <laughs> we're not we're not even at 20 games yeah. level and uh so at one point it's also a lack of concentration is it the fact that as a leader as the captain you want to do too much and your head is spinning around every every place in the world everywhere in the world every time well that could be that could be an answer uh of course it all depends also on the opponents i mean when the Jets decided to push on the throttle last night, yeah. it was a tough team to beat. It would have been a tough team to beat for every team in the, the NHL. But I agree. The captain and, and, and what the expectations are uh, is not himself up to par. Like the goalie, like the number one goalie, like the other players in the team. And uh, But you're right. He's, he's, he's supposed to show by example and he's supposed to lead. And I, I'm sure he would be the first to say that he himself has to uh, has to raise his play notches and notches uh, in order to come back to to what we saw the first games of the season. Well, they get another shot at it late on. Well, it's not late. Ten o'clock isn't late if you're a Montrealer, but it's a <laughs> it's a late start for the Habs on Saturday night, um, and uh, they got to face the Jets again. So, boy, I'll tell you, uh, <laughs> Dominic Ducharme, it's like congratulations, and uh, boy, you go right in the soup, eh? Yeah, and uh, I guess that uh, what I mean, there's no other way, Terry. The only thing he has to 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 work on, and the message he has to, you know, to 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 tap on like like a hammer on a nail is, hey, we've done very well in the first period. Yeah, we've yeah. Done, well the first the first half of the game. Yeah, he can say we've done very well. We we build on something, put the rest in the trash can, and let's remember what we did so well. For one for one period and a half, let's try to do it two periods, two periods and a half, and and let let's try to get out of it. But it all it will be quite interesting to see who gets the call in front of the net for the yeah. late game tomorrow night. <laughs> yeah, that boy, like you say, I'm I'm glad I don't have to make that decision. That's that's a tough one. Here's hoping the guys enjoy their, I would imagine their stay at the Fairmont at the corner of Portage and Main. I think I think this is where they stay. <laughs> yeah. Staying, stay in the room, enjoy the view and the uh, room service, and get ready for tomorrow night. <laughs> and, and do a little quick shopping at Safeway. Safeway, yeah. <laughs> okay. 
Hey, Pierre. Hey, listen, have a great weekend. As always, a great pleasure, my friend. We'll talk again on Monday. Great pleasure as well, Terry. Talk to you on Monday. Okay, thanks, Pierre.